Hey guys, and welcome back to We Know How to Read. My name's Natalie. I'm Megan. And here we are, episode two of the new year. Oh yes. The and new year. The new <laughs> What? What is happening? Like, um, uh, yeah. yeah. And here we are. We're doing May through August. So mm-hmm. if you guys did not watch last week's episode, we are going through every single month of the year and talking about our number one reads of the month. And then at the end of the year, I think it's like the ultimate showdown. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna, who is the top of the Who 12. is the top? The creme de la creme. So it'll ultimately <laughs> be our top 12 reads. I yes. Broken down to our top three reads, which I'm stressed yeah. about that. I'm very stressed about that because like, I don't top, know how that's going to work. Top 12 is one thing. Top three? Right. What? Also, like, like what we were saying before, be types of books that I read through the different months <laughs> yeah. are so vastly different. Oh, just wait, just wait. After August, it really oh. takes a hard turn into Smutville. So yeah, you know, yeah, it really does. It's like really, I really went does. hardcore fantasy for like eight of the 12 months. And then mm-hmm. apparently my brain was like tapped out. But afterwards, yeah. so just it's like, next I can't week, do this anymore. Next week is a little, uh, little, little rough. Uh, it is a little smutty fantastic (laughs) (laughs) so just to go over again guys we are going to tell you our top reads of each month we are going to give you the title author rating our rating synopsis all the fun little tags and why we absolutely love it and why we think you should read it so this is just a bunch of book recommendations for you really essentially yeah add it to your 2024 tbr there you go. All Perfect. You gotta do. <laughs> so we're gonna start with May, Megan. May, Megan. Let's to go there. And it was your birthday. Excellent. Yes, uh, it was yes. my birthday month. A lot of great things happened that month. Uh yeah, we got to we see saw the each first other. time. I know. In years. <laughs> I saw Taylor month. Swift. I saw Natalie. It was great. <laughs> we went to a book conference. I know. Thrown a glass series. It was awesome. Great month. Um, I turned 30, so you know, it's a big three-o. All right. So um I read three books in May, because you know, I was busy that month. Um I read three. They were all the I wonder if they're the same series. ones. I think no, they're, they're not because okay. it's three, it's the same series. I read one series. It was all on Audible because I did a lot of traveling. Oh. Um, and my top out of those three is the first of that series, which is How's Moving Castle by Diana Wynne Jones. Um, because you know, the movie is one of my comfort films, one of my be. favorite, right? Exactly. My favorite studio <laughs> movie um so one of my favorite books and it was really funny because originally I thought I was rereading this Mm -hmm. and then I got to a certain point in the book and I went oh I have not read this (laughs) I only read part of it and then tricked myself into thinking I had read the entire thing they got to a certain point and those of you who have read House Moving Castle know there is a point where you're just like the fuck am I reading right now? What is going on? While I'm reading. (laughs) Well, yes, but it didn't make it into the movie, which, you know, obviously a lot of things didn't make it into the movie. Yeah. But this one part didn't make it into the movie. And I went, oh no, I did not read this book. Um, but anyway, for those of you who don't know anything about this book, um, it's honor. 
<laughs> or if you didn't know that the movie was a book, it's fantastic. You should read it. Yes. There are three of them. The other two um, follow other main characters and other stories. Um, but Sophie and Hal are featured in them. So you do get to learn more about their lives after Hal's Moving which Castle, is cute and which is wants. super cute. Um, but it does follow different main characters and completely different stories. Um, but anyway, so how's Moving Castle? Sophie has the great misfortune of being the eldest of three daughters, destined to fail miserably should she ever leave home to seek her fate. But when she unwittingly attracts the ire of the Witch of the Waste, Sophie finds herself under a horrid spell that transforms her into an old lady. Her only chance at breaking it lies in the ever-moving castle in the hills, the Wizard Hal's Castle. To untangle the enchantment, Sophie must handle the heartless Hal, strike a bargain with a fire demon, and meet the Witch of the Waste head-on. Along the way, she discovers that there's far more to Hal and herself than first meets the eye. This is very uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. yeah Hearing yeah. it out loud, I'm like, this is Wizard of this Oz. This is Wizard of Oz, it's but it is... And Wizard of Oz had a baby. <laughs> but it is so good. And oh. Hal is even more unhinged. Yes. in this like you want to talk about like a ridiculous every, man everybody says that resand is howl coded and he is but i think he's yes. even more so book howl oh than, absolutely than, book than howl. Movie. Yes. yeah like yes. you want real resand energy read this book mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's your reason to add this to your tbr yep. <laughs> just yeah. that no kidding <laughs> it's so good um and if you are familiar with the movie then you get the greatness of the movie in it but with some weird plot twists <laughs> that you're just like the fuck is happening right now like, thank your part but in a good way um all right so this has a 4.29 stars okay. um on goodreads i would give it a five star because i absolutely loved it comfort read you know um i also really loved the audible like the british voice and everything like that it was really good i enjoyed it um definitely very good comfort read it mm -hmm. is uh the top three tags on goodreads are fantasy young adult fiction it's also technically middle grade as well yeah, um, makes sense. so it's kind of all in there um and was that it general yeah. feels yeah. yeah general feels good vibes good cozy vibes. you know definitely yeah easy read well Yes and no. It's very cozy fantasy, of course, because that's, yeah. I mean, it's House Moving Castle. But the way that she writes is very unique. And I really like the way she writes. And yeah. um, they all have, I don't know if I have my coffee. I do, it's behind me. The chapter titles are fantastic. And I just love the whole. Um, I love a good chapter title. I love a good chapter title. More books need to have chapter titles. It's great. Like chapter one, in which Sophie talks to Hats. Chapter two, in which Sophie is compelled to seek her fortune. Like that is very uh, in middle grade, right? <laughs> chapter six, in which Hal expresses his feelings with green slime. Like it is very, you know, <laughs> it's very, very cozy, and I love it. But the way that it's written is very unique, and I like that a lot. <clears throat> it takes a little getting used to because it's very uh I don't know I I keep saying unique over and over again I can't think of any other words to describe it but it's 
yeah it takes getting used to with the way that she writes but it is very very good highly recommend that's i have never read it i've read lots of synopsis of it i do know just from a bookish sense like what things happen in it but it is on the don't know the big plot twist no part the part where i was like i have not read this book because if i had read this book i would not be confused right now it's it's literally right here yeah yeah so i have it it's on the list but my may i also read three books Ooh, okay and um you yep i don't remember what the other two were but Uh, but there's three of them i really tried to remember what the first one was because i'm thinking this is the second one and i think i know the third one after this but okay um, my number one book for may was empire of storms <laughs> that's why when you said three books all from the same series i was like did we read the same, did we the same <laughs> i mean we did for a we hot did. second there yeah. but yeah yeah so empire of storms if you guys do not already know from all of like the literally the world okay um, i have a question I'm going to let you finish what you're doing right now. But then when we get to June, I have a question for you because I, I, I just have questions because I'm confused with our <laughs> timing right now. Okay. But continue, continue. Yeah. May, May, May. Okay. Fire storms. Okay. Um, I was ahead of you. We read it at the same time because we did the tandem read. Yeah. Is that your the tower dot? Yeah. It's my May read. It's, I wonder I have if it I as June. It. I wonder if I finished it like. On the at cut. the maybe because maybe so i have it at the beginning of june in my thing i don't know that's why i was confused i was like it was on my at the same time but like we stopped every 10 chapters because it was um the tandem now, read with tower of dawn read, but i looked at my my reading wrap and i have it on for may that is weird hang on i'll pull it up hold on may yeah Hmm. may i have it for oh june 2nd so i guess technically i didn't read it in may but because i finished it in june Mm, i'm counting it towards june i think the last 10 chapters is tower of dawn yes i also no i know what happened i told you you after you hit a the last column there's no stopping that's right and i was at the tail end of school so i had to wait a little yeah, bit yeah and i was just that's like, right I'm sorry okay. megan like yes there's okay. nothing here. we're good we got it now i <laughs> was just it. like i was like you're like bitch what <laughs> just a second <laughs> all right continue. together <laughs> wait a minute okay so empire storms is the sixth book in the throne of glass series uh see throne of glass <laughs> all i have to say because we already described what throne of glass was last episode so all of the throne of glass deep dive that we did last year (sighs) so you really can just go to that um yeah it was actually nominee nominee for best young adult fantasy and science fiction in 2016 Mm. when it came out it has a 4.6 i would honestly give this a five stars because and i'm stingy with my stars this is a five star read for me um literally it is a fantasy young adult romance it's by sarah j mass if you guys didn't already know that <laughs> um no faults excellent novel None. Not, there, Fantastic. no no notes just mm-hmm. read it honestly <laughs> read it, but you have to i will say caveat you have to tandem read it because i think yeah it was like such honest mm-hmm. i was dreading it but now i'm like that was an amazing experience i think tandem reading it was the way to go because you're already so used to all of the pobs right so 
it was just the only difference was having to swap books. And as long as you have your trusty guide with you and like the way certain things were revealed and the way like, no, I'm not spoiling, but those of you who have read it will understand what I'm saying. In Tower of Dawn, Kale says something. Yeah. Yeah. Like immediately right before Aelin does something that he yeah. said she wouldn't do. And then it's just like, this is great. This and is, I like that this is fantastic. The way it lined up for me, logically, you're like, Oh, you know, why do you have to do this? Like, I mean, if you don't like Kale, it's not spoiler. I enjoyed point. it. I enjoyed Kale's, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I-, I hated him at times. He was, he was an ass. <laughs> it was, it was like, but I don't saying, hate Kale. Like no. he pisses me off sometimes, but I don't hate him. I did not love every second of Tower of Dawn, but I, I liked it more than I expected to. Mm-hmm. Sartak was the, oh, Sartak. Mm, the meat of that, yes. but not having to go back in time because it happens at the same time. And I think for me, the mm-hmm. biggest takeaway was being able to read everything all at once because yeah. you, you could because it was all yeah. happening chronologically at the same mm-hmm. time just in two different locations yeah. and that i think is really cool i will read empire storms by itself if i ever want to like I'm not oh yeah it. but if you are first reading it do the tandem reading. well also just the whole reading empire storms getting to that cliffhanger and then having to read tower of dawn before right? you can move on oh I like could never. no thank I you i could never I could when never. i have kingdom of ash right there on my bookshelf no but I you need see, to read tower of dawn because there's know. some important shit that pops up in I there people who have skipped tower of dawn and there's never so much important it, shit like, they're like i didn't feel like i was missing anything and i was like how you find out so much. Yeah, the last 200 pages, <laughs> Nezarin and Sartok literally carried. Literally yes. carried. Yes. Like, without them, no. I know. I know. Okay, moving on, moving on. Moving on. All right, moving on to June. I read five books. Okay. Picked it up a little bit. Um, And my top for June was Empire of Storms. Hey! Hey! So see, last five minutes of our conversation. <laughs> <clears throat> because same Z's. Did five you stars, know that no it was thoughts. a nominee for the young adult? I did not. So <laughs> I'm glad that science fiction <laughs> in 2016. I did not. So I'm glad that you said that. Uh... <laughs> oh yes, there it is, right there. Uh, that is really funny. Oh gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. But well, yes. So it's um, great for for non spoilers. Spoilers. We get a little. Uh, if you've read fourth wing but haven't read empire storms we get a little violet zayden mm-hmm. action on the beach just to let you know yeah we do you get, you know, you know. if you know you know <laughs> also dorian oh. um oh you get a little is <gasps> where is my wife that's an epic okay okay moving on moving on moving on <laughs> I really picked it up in June and I read 11 books. Ooh, okay, okay. And my number one was Kingdom of Ash. Very nice. Yes. So that would be yeah. book seven. Yes. The last, okay. no, eight. book eight. Technically, if you count the prequel, yeah. some people put the prequel at eight because it came out last or something. So, it came out first. Publishing They were publishing wise. Did they? Um, they the individual stories were published first. Oh, oh, oh! I meant, the and bell. then they came out, and I think it was published. I thought it was published before the know. series was finished. I don't know. 
Anyway, but yes, Kingdom I read Ash. Kingdom of Ash in June, so yeah, we did it together. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we did read that together, but I had to put Empire Storms I mean, over it, valid. so you know, Aiden <laughs> was an ass, and it really takes down the point. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that man! I swear. So Kingdom of Ash, yeah is ranked uh 4.67 i would give it a, about the same a 4.2 or 4.3 mm-hmm. there are some parts where i think it uh fell a little short for me but i am picky and i it has the potential of being an epic adult fantasy but i think it mm-hmm. falls into the tropes of ya fantasy a little too hard at certain points that makes it a little anticlimactic yes or a letdown mm-hmm. when so much of it certain is, things certain things not all of it very certain specific yes certain yes things, very like this mm-hmm. part or this part and i find it really interesting when you could honestly tweak it with minor adjustments minor being mm-hmm. 30 pages yeah um and you would have an epic adult fantasy mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like I w- and but that's my age because this is this is young adult romance fantasy. There's a lot more romance in this one as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, so you know, that's my only takeaway is that I think it falls into the YA a lot harder than the other previous novels. Yeah, like it definitely feels like the ending feels very YA. Mm-hmm. And it's like I agree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it does like, I, I if you think i didn't like sob my eyes out oh, at yeah, two no. in the morning if you didn't think i was literally destroyed and i could mm-hmm. never recover again yes. and i still cry over certain things when I, I hear still, about that right I, if i'm in the right mindset oh <laughs> stop like i'll just think about it I'll be like, oh, oh no. yeah because i'll send you yeah. tiktoks be like i'm gonna if i have to suffer, mm-hmm. you have to suffer. same i do the same thing so yeah you know. because like it's been <laughs> uh it's it's january so yes. it, that was June. Mm-hmm. It's been a full seven months, six months, whatever. Six man. months, yeah. And we're still suffering. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. suffering in not so quiet silence. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, okay. Any final thoughts for go, Kingdom of Ash? Go read it. Go read it. I mean, you know. That's, that's it. That's all I got. Y'all should <laughs> go know this it. by now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should know to read the tone <laughs> of our culture. <laughs> exactly all right so moving on to july um i read two books so slowing down in the summer months um yes i read two um and so my top i don't remember what the other one was (laughs) i'm gonna be perfectly honest with you i just looked at them and i do not remember what it was oh good but my top for that is crescent city house of sky and breath oh um i'm trying to i I kind of oh the other one was bittersweet which was real cute i do love that one one. that one's a real cute one but i'll mention bittersweet do recommend do recommend bittersweet by by morgan elizabeth very very cute very 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 good um but house of sky breath uh because i was literally snapchatting natalie i was i listened to it and I listened to it on the plane and I was waiting for my oh, yeah. um, van transportation to take me from Nashville back home from the airport, um, sitting in this glass room outside I remember this. in the garage, listening to the last 
And I mean the last <laughs> bit of this fucking book. Yep. And I'm like having a panic attack. I remember that. And there are people sitting there watching me and I'm like <laughs> losing my shit the entire time listening to it. So anyway, if if you know, you know. If you know. You know. Um, but yes, House of Sky and Breath. It is Crescent City 2 by, of course, Sarah J. Mass. Um, we did a whole thing on it over the summer. Go check it um, out. The third one comes out at the end of the month. Three <laughs> days? No. As of filming, yeah. yeah. As of filming from today to as of filming no no as a pub i'm sorry as of, of release of, of this episode release two weeks like two as weeks. of filming like you know, yeah like a month um a little, over a month. little over a month uh so it is the second book um the first one is crescent city house of earth and blood and a little synopsis of that one is Bryce Quinlan had the perfect life, working hard all day and partying all night until a demon murdered her closest friends, <laughs> leaving her bereft, wounded, and alone. Sorry, when I went in, what? closest friends, no, no, leaving that. her bereft, wounded, and alone. Bereft. That's such a choice of verbiage. Well, you know, let's see. Search Google for bereft. It means deprived or of or lacking something. It just doesn't of a person choice. sad and lonely, especially through someone's death or departure. Interesting. So it's accurate. Um the way I did not read the back of this book and I just went straight into it and oh, had no clue. That's my new like MO. Like it says right there that. what's gonna happen at the beginning and no clue. Um anyway you're right oh my yeah. gosh yeah yeah i know wow yeah we just went <laughs> right i mean it's sarah Mass. i don't need to read the back of a book no um so when the accused is behind bars but the crimes start up again bryce finds herself at the heart of the investigation she'll do whatever it takes to avenge their deaths hunt athalar is a notorious fallen angel now enslaved <laughs> to the archangels he once attempted to overthrow his brutal skills and incredible strength have been set to one purpose, to assassinate his boss's enemies, no questions asked. But with a demon wreaking havoc in the city, he's offered an irresistible deal. Help Bryce find the murderer and his freedom will be within reach. As Bryce and Hunt dig deep into Crescent City's underbelly, they discover a dark power that threatens everything and everyone they hold dear. And they find in each other a blazing passion, one that could set them both free if they'd only let it. With unforgettable characters, sizzling romance, and page-turning suspense, this richly inventive new fantasy series by number one New York Times bestselling author Sarah J. Mass delves into the heartache of loss, the price of freedom, and the power of love. <laughs> um, is it, sizzling <laughs> romance? I mean, no, there's not. This was like very like oh. chilled i mean there's one scene but then with it like toes with her toes with her toe no not with her toes he has a toe fetish he does have a toe fetish it's I very think, interesting i'm pretty sure empire storms has more sizzling romance than crescent city one. Oh yeah absolutely yeah i'm pretty sure air of fire has more tension <laughs> yeah than crescent city one <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, the top three tags are, of course, fantasy, romance, fiction. This is, for those of you who don't know, it is technically urban fantasy. It happens it in its its own world, but it is modern times. So there are phones and TVs and cars and, and guns and all that stuff. It, and I would even go as far to say, like, 
it is murder mystery. It is a murder it mystery is, fantasy. Yes. It is a murder mystery fantasy with a smidge of spice-ish. So if you're not into the whodunit detective. Like, it's definitely, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're, mm-hmm. Because, like, I'm not super into the murder mystery whodunit stuff. So, like, Crescent City was a little harder for me to enjoy because. Mm-hmm. But I am really into that. So I also, like, also, I feel like it, it also says something about a lot of stuff. I knew the answer to the riddle the moment Amaranth said I did it. not. So the moment they were like, this is what's going on. I was like, it's this guy. And then I had to read 700 pages. I'm like, it's this motherfucker over here. Did you, wait, did you know who it yes. was before? Oh, damn. Yes. Okay, no, I did not. So I'm just like, guys, we are It's this up. guy. This why? Is why it was so infuriating to me. I was just That's like, fair. I have known for 500 fucking pages. See, and I have no thoughts head empty. Um, <laughs> but I wish I had no thoughts head no, empty. See, that's the Ravenclaw and the Hufflepuff. It's <laughs> like. <laughs> but honestly, go read it. If it's yeah. your thing, it's your thing. It, I. You also, if you've read Akatar and Throne of Glass, you need to read it just yes. for well, the last page. What's the last like chapter? For um, the second book. Well, like, what would you oh, the are? well. So Goodreads rates it a four point four eight, which I think is a little generous. I agree with that. Uh, I would rate it. Okay, listen. Okay, so I think I know what you're gonna say. Oh no, no, no! That's House of Earth and Blood is a four point four eight. Hold on, House of Sky and Breath is a four point five one. I still think that's generous. which is still generous. Um, so for the first 700 pages, uh-huh. um, I would rate it a 3.5. Same. Tacking on the last 100 pages, particularly the last, like, two chapters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would rate it, like, a 4. I was going to give it a 3.8 at its highest. Oh, hi. At its lowest, a three. Because, I mean, the way, like, I knew what was going to happen at the end. Like, obviously, I knew what was going to happen at the end. Hmm. But the way that it, like, unfolded. Yeah. And the way that that last chapter. Okay. If that last chapter was its own book, five stars. That last chapter, five stars. Because it just, if that's even the last chapter, y'all know what chapter. Yeah. If you don't read the book, you'll understand. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the way I knew what was going to yes. happen, but the way it was unfolding and the way I was on literally the edge of my seat at that airport and like having people stare at me like I was a crazy person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm listening to it. I don't have it physically in front of me. <laughs> You're like, uh, and I'm like, oh my God, what's uh, happening? Uh. Um, I'm like, oh, it's happening. It's happening. The voices. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I agree with the 3.8. Like, 3.8 yeah. at the highest, but I think my average, like, yeah. overall scoring for the entire novel would probably be, like, a 3.3. Three. Okay. Like, just yeah. because mm-hmm. I... And I think... I feel like... Uh, there could have been some cuts. Things left on the cutting room floor. Like, Yes, and you can hear all of our thoughts about these, uh, these two books uh, from and- our July episode july didn't June? they come out in july i don't remember they were the last ones what came out in august maybe they came out in august they might have come <laughs> out in august I mean, god august. that series was so fucking long made august oh okay 
Yeah. Moving on. Okay. My book. July. Yes. My book. Uh, I, I, I read more books in July than I did in June. Well, you were also traveling. I was traveling. So I yeah. traveled for two weeks. And so I had a lot of time to read. And I, mm-hmm. I did read a lot. I think I read like eight or nine books while I was on vacation. Um, I read 12 books in the month of nice. July. Nice. So one more than June. And um, this is a new a new author that I have never talked about on the podcast. What? Yes. Do I know this one? Uh, I probably talked about her, okay. but I probably haven't said her name. You'll know her name. Okay. I literally, her book just came out, um, just got hardback release. It's always been paperback or ebook. Um, uh, I've never seen it in paperback, like ever anywhere. I'm now, I, mm-hmm. I, I literally saw it printed in hardback a week or two ago. And I bought, I sent you that, uh, Snapchat of the pretty cover inside. It's that oh, book. Oh yeah. Yes. So, okay. This book, um, you've seen her all over TikTok. She has been really famous for her other series, just not this one. It is called The Serpent and the Wings of Night. It mm-hmm. is part of the Crowns of Nixia series by Carissa Broadbent. Um, literally, Josh was reading over my shoulder on the airplane while I started the book, and he, he said it's a little cringe at the beginning. It's a little cringe. And I'm just like, you know what? It, it's the beginning. It's the beginning. <laughs> I thought it was. I was like, it's a little cringy at times but like it definitely ramps up hardcore so if you're Mm -hmm. a fan of like trials like the trial competitions that's it um there's some really interesting lore in it there i I like that it's broken up by uh moon phases oh yes yes okay i remember you telling me about this now because you showed me the art Yes, yes. So it's broken up by moon phases. Um, the rating is a 4.36 for the first book. I honestly would probably give it, this is in contingency for being for sure in my top five, if not my top three reads of the year. So like I, I would give it probably a 4.5, if not a five star. I literally was reading this book in the airport in Nairobi, about to board on the airplane, and I could feel the cliffhanger coming like I could feel the cliffhanger coming, and I knew the second book was already out and I stepped out of boarding line to jump on the uh, airport wi-fi to download the second book and once it was secured downloaded and like loaded I then turned my wi-fi back off and got in the boarding line to get on the plane like oh I, my god I, I could not get on that plane without the second book in hand ready to go so like and that says anything about the the, the cliffhanger in between the mm-hmm. two novels. It is a duology. It is um, human or vampire. The rules of survival are the same. Never trust, never yield, and always guard your heart. The adopted daughter of the nightborn vampire king, Araya, carved her place in the world des- uh, designed to kill her. Her only chance to become something more than prey is entering... I'm not going to say this correctly. The... Kachari, a legendary tournament held by the goddess of death herself. By winning, but winning won't be easy amongst the most vicious warriors from all three vampire houses. To survive, Araya is forced to make an alliance with a mysterious rival. Everything about Rain is dangerous. He's a ruthless vampire, an efficient killer, and an enemy to her father's crown, and her greatest competition. Yet, what terrifies Araya most of all is that she finds herself oddly drawn to him. But there's no room for comparison, uh, compassion in the tournament. War for the House of Night brews. 
shattering everything that Araya thought she knew for, about her home. And Rain must understand her, may understand her more than anyone. But their blossoming attraction could be her downfall in a kingdom where nothing is more deadly than love. The Serpent and the Wings of Night is the first book in the series of a heart-wrenching romance, dark magic, and bloodthirsty intrigue, perfect for fans of Blood of Ash and Court of Thrones and Roses. Literally, I've reread the ending to that book like three or four times because it shocks me every time. I'm like, <laughs> like literally, I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, like, no, like, I'm thinking about it now, like, what? Like, I am... <laughs> oh my God. It is uh, shocking, shocking moment. <laughs> Highly recommend. Fantasy, I love that. Romance, uh, fantasy romance. And- vampires it's actually one of the first vampire novels that i've read in a really long time okay i was very jaded from my experience in the early 2000s yeah and i well like reading the synopsis for house of blood and earth and blood um when it was like he's a fallen angel i was having high school flashbacks yeah to when that was a big thing and i was like what's happening yeah like uh what is it um maximum ride i see i didn't read that one. Oh, did you read hush hush yeah i read hush hush <laughs> did i read the rest of the series no, no but i read hush hush and then i also read what was the, uh fallen oh yes 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 yeah. all right we're gonna round out with our yeah. last episode that would be august august all right was a, was a good <laughs> month. let's go let's go um in august i read four books um i read them all at the end of the month I didn't read anything for the first three weeks <laughs> it was the start of school you know yeah. I didn't have the time so I just need y'all to understand that going from August and then of course we'll start with September and then next episode uh the first week of or sorry the last week of August first week of September were literally the same author yes, and the same two series they were and a very specific types of books so, <laughs> yeah um anyway so I read four books and I read two from one series because I did not know that it was not a complete series and I was very distressed by that and then I read two from her other series because I needed to um since the other one wasn't finished and (laughs) that one wasn't finished either so (laughs) it's you know great time for me um but I read my top out of those four is You're So Dead to Me by Stephanie Holmes. Um, it is number one of the Grimdale Graveyard Mysteries. These are definitely cozy murder mysteries um, because they're very silly, very playful. Uh, they're very silly, like very, Aren't very ridiculous. Oh, I'm getting there. Don't worry. Okay, I was getting like, there. There's Don't... something else besides cozy and murder mystery. Don't worry that about it. This. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But like, you know, there's murder mysteries going on. Um, she could talk to ghosts. And it is a reverse harem. There we with, go. Um... <laughs> I was like, um, you're it, it, something. Um, it, it is a paranormal romance, uh, reverse harem with it's her ghosts. and her, the three ghosts that live in her uh house. So I'm only laughing because a B&B. it's really uh, nice to not be alone in this category. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Megan, somebody else I've can talk about it. Definitely read reverse harems before. They just, you know, we haven't done this style of a yeah. 
numbering our books so this is the I first like time it. where it's really popping off oh uh, just wait till next episode just wait till next episode so october yeah. so it is you're so dead to me it is the first of the series there are four books three of them are out one of them the next one comes out in april i think of 2024 yes april of 2024 um so it is let me let's just read the synopsis it's you know it's fine (sighs) this is where uh i have to read the tagline because it's hilarious stephanie holmes is fantastic i absolutely adore her please come uh please please all authors named in this episode please come on our podcast because (laughs) i clearly all i did was read your books for like two weeks straight um so what do you do when three hot possessive ghosts want to jump your bones that is the tagline excellent so i'm brie and i see dead people not all dead people only those with unfinished business they're everywhere i'll be eating my breakfast and a poisoned heiress glares over my cheerios and i can't even enjoy the wilderness without being accosted by chattering ex-hikers who don't understand which mushrooms are edible I've returned to my hometown of Grimdale to cat sit for my parents while I plan my next move. I'm looking forward to raiding their fridge, hanging out with their two mischievous kittens, and staying far, far away from anything supernatural. But I forgot that I'm never alone in Grimdale. The three ghosts I used to play with as a kid are back in my life again. Only now I'm their age and they're infuriatingly attractive. There's the slightly psychotic Roman soldier who loves the Great British Bake Off. That's that's really the only reason I picked this. Like I saw that on TikTok and I went, oh, Roman oh. soldier loves the Great British Bake Off. Sold. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, the Except bossy he's tall, right? He's really he's tall. seven feet tall, which yeah, it's on. fine. I'm gonna look past that. It's fine. <laughs> you can't look over. It's okay. It's it's you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Have you ever seen his face? Like actually. <laughs> you would just stare at his belly button right anyway um anyway the bossy aristocratic royal prince who demands the finer things in life or death and the blind victorian gentleman adventurer who doesn't have a mean bone in his body or any bones for that matter see this is where (laughs) i'm saying the coziness comes in the dead guy's ghost oh wait wait no sorry i skipped a paragraph (laughs) (laughs) But my three ghoulish house guests are the least of my problems. I've landed a job giving tours of the historic Grimdale Cemetery. And on my very first day, I stumble into a fresh corpse. The dead guy's ghost needs me to solve his murder so he can cross over. But sticking my nose into spirit business might see me to an early grave. As for my three hauntingly hot friends, it turns out their unfinished business is me. You're So Dead to Me is the first in a darkly humorous paranormal romance series by best-selling author Stephanie Holmes. If you love a sarcastic heroine, hot, possessive, and slightly unhinged ghostly men, a mystery to solve, and a little kooky, spooky lovin' to set your coffin a-rockin', then quit cooling around and start reading. Listen, the way I devoured these books... I can't say anything. I'm oh, I was so mad when I finished the second one and it was a clip because all of her books end on a I cliffhanger. I remember. Just so you know, all of her books end on a cliffhanger. All of them. And I finished the second one and the cliffhanger had to do with my precious I Roman, Roman 
Pax, who I absolutely am in love I with. I got a screaming Snapchat. The way, and I went, oh, okay, I'm just going to download the third one. Nope. Didn't come out till the end of November. I have read it now. We're fine. But uh, at the time, fine. it was not okay. <laughs> I was very upset. Um, Obviously, for the three uh, Goodreads tags, paranormal, reverse harem, romance, it is obviously very spicy. Uh, very, 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 very spicy. You would think it wouldn't be because ghosts, but it is. (laughs) It is. Um, it has a 4.11 stars on Goodreads, which I agree. I, I would give it probably four stars. Um, and yeah, it, you know, these books had a hold on me for a A solid two, a chokehold literally for a solid two weeks. It was. Yeah, I I really liked it. the 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 mix between the murder mystery and the um the romance, and you know, my Roman soldier, uh, my seven foot tall Roman soldier, um, who was obsessed with killing the Celtics and <laughs> um the Great British Bake Off, it, and it's very kooky and silly. You know, there are definitely serious moments and then suddenly like something silly is happening and you're like, wait, wait, what's happening? Um, So it was good with that. Um, I like Brie. There are times where I'm a little annoyed by her. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm just like, you have these three guys and I understand that they're ghosts, but you have these three guys and you have a good best friend and you need to get it together. Come on, woman. Get it together. <laughs> but it's fine. Um, Yeah, no. I enjoyed it. If you are into very spicy ghost romance, uh, <laughs> ghost romance reverse harems, then I highly recommend. If you are not, don't read it. Just not for you. Not for you. It's fine. It's okay. You know, we all just, yeah. It, I'm, I'm only <laughs> laughing because I know my my time will come in the next episode. <laughs> airing yeah. all of my business. Yeah. Um, my August read, I am so mad at myself that I waited till August to read this because I had it for months mm-hmm. and I didn't read it. And I was just like, I'll just wait. I'll just I'll wait. wait. <laughs> and I went on vacation and I picked it up and I read it in two days and it was fourth wing. So we're going to go back to that statement that we yeah. just talked about, about all authors mentioned in this episode yeah. are welcome on the podcast. Um, because we're really mad at ourselves because we could have met her at we Imaginarium. Saw her. We saw her. We were in the same room as her. We were two feet away from her, but the line was too long and we hadn't read the book. So we didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) So we didn't. And it's fine. I'm not mad at us at all. It's fine. It's fine. fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Rebecca, if you want to interview with us. We are here for you. Yes. You're better than everybody else interviewed you too. (laughs) That's a bold statement. (laughs) Okay, we're better than let's, most. Let's not say that on recording. Uh, anyways, Rebecca Yaros, if you don't know who she is and Fourth Wing or any of that, at this point, where have you been? Where have you been? Um, it's honestly really surprising how like niche SJM. Is. I know. Like, like yeah. I'll talk to other people outside of mm-hmm. this year, and they're like, "I've never heard of Sarah." Jane what are these I'm things? Like, I'm like, how? And then like, I was like, have you heard of Fourth Wing or Rebecca Garros? So, or like, never heard of her. I was like, how? 
Well, also, the, these things consume our lives. Um, yeah, and I like, don't think that's normal. How? But, like, there are literal, like, news headlines. Mm-hmm. Like, these are, like... Wh- I mean, that's also, like, my school does a book exchange with all the teachers like once a month you know you bring up to five books to do a book swap with you you know each other and I'm like I haven't done it because I'm like I don't read the same things these people read also I I, I'm emotionally like dependent on my novels yeah that too I don't want to get rid of them (laughs) oh they're my babies (laughs) if you are not aware of horse wing here is a little bit more information yes it is the winner for the best romantic of 2023 um Enter the brutal and elite world of a war college for dragon writers from USA Today bestselling author Rebecca Yaros. It has a 4.62 star rating. I would give it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20-year-old Violet Sorengale was supposed to enter the scribe quadrant, living a quiet life among books and history. Now, the commanding general, also known as her toughest talons mother, has ordered Violet to join the hundreds of cadets striving to become the elite marine. Navarian? Ne- oh, ne- uh, what? I don't know how to say it. Navarian. I think Nevarian it's Navarian. Dragon right. It's been a hot minute. But when you're smaller than everyone else and your body is brittle, death is only a heartbeat away because dragons don't bond to fragile humans. They incinerate them. <laughs> With fewer dragons willing to bond than cadets, most would kill Violet to better their own chances of success. The rest would kill her just for being her mother's daughter, like Zayden Ryerson. Uh, the most powerful and ruthless wing leader in the writer's quadrant. Oh my god, this man. Since she, she'll she need every edge every edge her wits can give her just to see the next sunrise. Yet with every day that passes, the war outside grows more deadly, the kingdom's protective wards are failing, and the death toll continues to rise. Even worse, Violet begins to suspect leadership is hiding a terrible secret. Friends, enemies, lovers, everyone at Bagstaff. This guy is Best guy at War College has an agenda because once you enter, there are only two ways out. Graduate or die. Fantasy, romance, dragons. Read it. It's yeah. so good. Just, just read, read it. it. <laughs> Literally, I have just nothing Just read say. it. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. Just go read it. That yeah. is, that was, I ate that shit up. Oh, like, yeah. Two days. Eight oh, days. yeah. Like, I... And then you yelled at me for a solid, (laughs) how many months? That was August? Yeah. Three months? I was like, again. (laughs) Because I read it right, I think, like, the second week of August. And I Mm -hmm. literally thought about nothing else but that. Yep. Yep. Because I was just like, this (laughs) top tier. I was so mad. Uh I was waiting a whole, like, four months to read it. I was like, why did I wait so long? <laughs> I hate right. myself right now. <laughs> and we were so close to her. We saw her. I could see <sighs> her the her, the it's whites rude. of her eyes. Like <sighs> close. Yeah. We didn't understand. We were naive. Rebecca, we're sorry. Please come on. We're so sorry. (laughs) We didn't know any better. We were were gonna drop a little envelope on her table and we were scared. But we were so scared. We didn't want the fans to get mad at us to like like you're cutting. Be like, no, we're not cutting. So um scary. It was scary. Everybody at Imaginary was scary, but lovely. (laughs) Lovely Lovely, but scary. scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that is that wraps our uh next section of months so you'll come yeah. back next week for the final the final the, <laughs> the final 
all the last books of the year yes our top 12 our top three Mm -hmm. all that good stuff and then we'll tell you about what comes next because we got some really cool things coming up you guys yeah cool things so yeah we will see you next time on we know how to read Bye. bye